Hello and welcome to another episode of the WCU Podcasts podcast. I am Patrick Fraser, And I'm Jayla Montgomery. And we're joined today by Josh's second in command and orientation, Tammy Frizzell. The Tammy Frizzell. We've been waiting for this one, Tammy. I'm excited. <laughs> I played, like I told him, I said, how fun would it be to have Tammy on here? And we got Tammy on here. So, so Tammy and I have a unique orientation connection that Jalen doesn't even know about. What? So I did Tammy's job as a student before Tammy started in Tammy's job. <laughs> yes, literally all the paperwork when I started said like Patrick do this or Patrick do that. And so it was hilarious because like everything I had from running confirmations, of this is how you answer the phone or you do this, or you do that. All of the documents were addressed to Patrick. So it was hilarious. Or or were documents that I'd come up with to like make it easier, like to go through like the computer system that they were using at the time and uh, to help Tammy out. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I see the look on Dalen's face like, do what? When did you have, when did you, when? Yes. So I, I, so I was never an orientation counselor, Uh but I worked in the office for them. Uh, it was between my junior and senior year. So I worked in the office during the day and then I'd go work my summer job at the, at the railroad, uh, on the rest of the day. So you, (laughs) and this was when orientation was in Killian Annex. And so the the desk looked out to kind of the door underneath the archway, mm-hmm. so you could see out there. So that was that was where I sat, and I was the only person in there because orientation was going on. So nobody else was in the office the entire time, and it's just me sitting there answering the phone and and running the computers. <laughs> Mind <laughs> equals blown. Yep, <laughs> I can see Jalen's face right now. Well, She's like, like, I cannot take in this information. No, because I. <laughs> What did you not do? Like, that's honestly my question. J- Jalen didn't know I had orientation experience. No. What did you like not Like I said, do? I was never an OC, but I did, I did the office for Tammy for a summer. Yeah. It cracked me up because when your brother started working for us, uh, Dinah, the woman, the myth, the legend, who <laughs> the works lift, in the, the man, yes. literally. Yeah. She works in admissions. And because she was used to working with Patrick, his brother Jarrett started working with us. And. Dinah would be like, Patrick, Patrick. And I'm like, we don't have anybody named Patrick on staff. Who is Dinah talking to? Well, she was constantly trying to get Jarrett's attention while yelling his brother's name <laughs> at him. So it was hilarious because it'd be like, Patrick, Patrick. And finally it got to where poor Jarrett just started turning around because Dinah was trying to get his attention while continuously yelling his brother's name at him. It was hilarious. Do you ever get caught, Jarrett? I don't anymore. But okay. for several years while he was a student here, and even a few years after, I got mm-hmm. either Jarrett or, oh, you're Jarrett's brother. I, and, but, you know, for years I got the, oh, you're Tom's Tom son. Tom's son. Gotcha. You know, I got the Tom's son more than Jarrett's. But it depends on where, like, if it was somebody for, like, communications department or UC, things like that. Oh, you're uh, Jarrett's yeah, brother. Mm-hmm. But, like, print. Anything else around campus? Oh, you're Tom's son. You're Tom's mm-hmm. son. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Jarrett's one of the... First people to call me old, by the way. 
That doesn't surprise me, knowing him. <laughs> I referenced a movie from the 70s, and he turned around and looked at me, and he's like, I wasn't even alive yet. And it's like, I wasn't either. But it's a pop culture <laughs> reference, okay? I'm assuming if you don't live under a rock, you know what Saturday Night Fever is. Therefore, you can understand a reference to a leisure suit. And he just looked at me and shook his head and just walked off to the copier. Un- unfortunately, Tammy, the person sitting across from you lives under that rock and doesn't know what Saturday Night Fever is. I, yep. I, I got you. That's okay. Thank you. We can be on the same trivia team. Yeah. I, c- I can carry that. Yeah, because she said it, and I was like, yeah, Jalen is never going to carry the movie scenes of trivia. You night. can never hold me to that. So, gotcha. <laughs> speaking of movie scenes, Tammy will appreciate this. Have, have, has, have you ever heard of Jalen watching Top Gun? I have not. So, so you've seen Top Gun? <laughs> yes, yes. I was alive in the eighties, Patrick. So, <laughs> well, but, but so. We, you know, because we have so many students on, we have to, you know, most of them have never seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, so during COVID 2020, Jalen's at working from home, and Mike and I are here in the office. And Jalen decides that day she's going to watch Top Gun. It's on the list of movies we gave for her to watch. So she decides to watch Top Gun. You gave her homework? Yes, we gave her homework. Okay. So we're in a, exciting. We're in a meeting, and we get a text message, or I get a text message that says, I love Goose. Oh no! There's the, there's two O's in Goose Boys. And she's, she's so sad and devastated right now. And then about ten minutes later, I get the text message: Goose died with like the crying emojis and everything. And Mike and I lost it in our meeting. It was the funniest thing ever in our meeting. It's not funny. <laughs> like it literally like. You are laughing at her trauma, Patrick. Thank you. No, because I he was like, you really need to watch it. And I was like, okay. And I loved Goose. Like, Goose character is top tier. Like, mm-hmm. A1, day one, such a great person. Yeah, yeah. No, I loved Goose. Goose was always my favorite. And I also liked when that, that scene, they're like, Hollywood, where'd he go? go. Where did who go? go. <laughs> That's one of the, the funniest things ever. To this day, oh. I will still crack up. Uh, it's right up there with there's two O's and goosebumps. I, Tammy, I don't know what, how I felt that day. Because I was like, oh, I love Goose. And then he died. And I said, please stop telling me to watch movies where I fall in love with a character and then they die. Like Forrest Gump, GNA, like that, like cried, <laughs> cried, oh Forrest Gump. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm gonna have to make Jalen a list of feel good movies. Thank you. That she can appreciate and doesn't leave her traumatized. No, because Goose, like t- he said, we were in a meeting. I said, I don't care. I said, Goose died. That has no, pr- like that takes it, takes it all. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 we, it was, we lost it. It was so funny. Um, now, now I will say in Jalen's defense, she has seen all the Marvel movies in the correct orders and then the new ones coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she has seen all the Star Wars movies in the correct order. Okay. So, I, so we've at least gotten that in, ingrained in her. I, I found out the wrong way by letting a friend watch Robot Chicken Star Wars first mm-hmm. before they watch the real movies. They felt bad for the Emperor because they loved his character so much. And Robot Chicken, it's like, we we kind of ruined Star Wars for her. 
because she kept rooting for the emperor and it's like i'm not <laughs> i'm not sure this is how this is supposed to go but him referring to darth vader as an angry little pepper shaker she just kept <laughs> giggling and uh she was sad uh spoiler alert for anyone listening that has not watched star wars the emperor is not supposed to be the person you're rooting for however well i i even like the i like the simpsons versions of the star wars i think those are pretty hilarious too gotcha um, but yeah, so so we made Jalen watch it four, five, six, one, two, three, uh, Solo, Rogue mm-hmm. One, and then seven, eight, nine. Oh, you made her watch nine. Oh. Yeah. Well, at that point, she just had to watch it so that she could appreciate how not the best it is, like everybody else. Okay. But I'm pretty <clears> sure in film school they show that now is you know don't do this ever. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how to kill the franchise mm-hmm. in three short films yeah i text him i was, Abrams. I was texting him he had help. Yes. like <laughs> paragraphs about star wars and he was like you have to watch it and i was like N- like one point i think it was one day i text you i was a sentence or two short from where you would have to click out of the message gotcha. and it would pull up a whole note like a note document because i was just like so involved yeah, she was in her feelings yeah i really was i did not do nothing i watched that over christmas break my mom said what are you doing i said i'm about to go watch star wars bye and she was like the, bye. the, the <laughs> next series that we're gonna have her watch is, is lord high, of the rings yeah lord of the rings okay those are top tier filmmaking because then after- great movies a one a wonderful book series if you like to read mm-hmm. uh, the world building that tolkien did yeah, we're going to have her watch those next and Top then page. Harry Potter just so that she's aware of the Harry Potter fandom and culture. Gotcha. I, I didn't, I wasn't part of the frenzy when it came out. I can remember going to a bookstore with a friend to pick up her copy like at midnight. We were at City mm-hmm. Lights, which is a local bookstore here uh, in the community at Western and Silva. And everybody was dressed up, and I was, like, stupid excited. And she's like, you don't even read the books. Why are you standing in a corner smiling? (laughs) And I'm like, this is the closest to a science fiction convention I've ever been in my life. (laughs) People are dressed up. They're excited. It's like, I'm just happy to be here, even though I don't know quite what's going on. Uh, I then later read the books with my niece when she was coming up through grade school. So I will will say um, for for the Harry Potter movie. So, so growing up here in Silver, we had the Quinn theater for, for years and years. And I always, I love going to the midnight movie because the midnight movie are the true fans. If you're there at midnight, you're there to see the movie. You're not there to talk. You're not there to play on your phone. You're not there to do anything else, but to see the movie. The first midnight showing that I felt out of place was Harry Potter. Because there were so many kids there in robes casting spells with, on one another with <laughs> wands that I felt out of place because I I wasn't into like, you know, it's not like, you know, Star Wars people dressing up for that. You just have the robes and lightsaber. Mm-hmm. But we're not there casting. That was the first time I felt out of place at a movie was, was when they started casting spells and everything. Um <laughs> And gotcha. I w- and I will say one of the, you know talking about my brother so his senior project in in high school was photography because he he loved photography and he did he and my dad printed some cutouts of some of the people that he photographed for part of his senior presentation 
and he gave one of those cutouts to one of the guys that like that it was actually them and i remember being at the midnight show one and he would take the cutout with him and when he needed to go to mcdonald's to get food he'd leave the cutout as his standing in line because it was still him and then he'd come back get the cutout put it back in his car <laughs> that's genius that's i, I love that I mean, I don't know how the people in line around yeah. him well, felt about it. Well, at that point, I, every, everybody just appreciated the ingenuity of it. Like, nobody yeah. was going to complain because they're like, that's clever. Yeah. Like, like yeah. we need to do that, that ourselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you've got to be impressed when somebody takes it to the next level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, you there have There was planning to. and forethought. Yeah, like, and wow. it, it was one of the, it was, yeah. <laughs> It was one of those things like, you know, because like, watching the Big Bang Theory, there were several scenes where they were in line for movies. I'm like, that would have been the perfect piece for a scene like that for them. Yep. Um, that would have been great. Like Sheldon just puts up a Leonard Nimoy cutout. <laughs> this is Sheldon take us out when he did when, when he throws were, the papers in when the air. he throws the papers in the air and then they talk about um, <laughs> Boone, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> favorite episode um, our, our student coordinator uh connor uh he does videos for orientation and he now will stick his hands in his pockets because a comment was made to him that he was like sheldon cooper when he did fun with flags <laughs> and so now it's the funniest thing ever because he just re-recorded a video for us and you can see connor standing there with his hands in his pockets so he doesn't gesticulate because uh, somebody said oh you look like sheldon from fun with flags and it's like <laughs> you can't unsee it if you go back and watch the old videos Jalen, it's hysterical please don't have me <laughs> <laughs> so now it's like Connor. It's fun with flags with Connor. He's like, be quiet, please, silence. <laughs> please do not have me going back because I will. Yeah. Well, we 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 mentioned this with Josh, and we'll mention it with you too, Tammy. You've really got to work on your reference yeah. checks on interns for orientation. I mean, y'all are really letting in some people as an intern that just some some questionable characteristic uh, traits of these individuals. <laughs> like Jalen Montgomery. Leave me alone. <laughs> my, my intern came highly recommended by the financial aid office. Thank she she had a personal recommendation from the director of financial aid. Gonna have to have a, gonna have to have a talk with Trina. No, you don't. <laughs> Trina, my girl. Trina and Tammy. Which I did not know y'all were sisters for the longest time. Yeah, that's one of Phil's favorite fun facts. He likes to point that out. <laughs> and, and don't feel bad. I just found out until this year, Dr. Miller, who is uh, the vice chancellor for student affairs, our division, did not know that Trina and I were sisters. Really? And we both worked for him for like over a decade <laughs> or roughly a decade. And Phil, who's our boss, kept saying this and that, Trina, Tammy. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Sam's like, no, no, you're getting them mixed up. Because he, he was talking about a, mm-hmm. a life event, a family situation. And Phil's like, no, no, I'm talking about both of them because they're sisters. And Dr. Miller had no idea we were sisters. And I, d- I don't know how that escaped him because anytime <laughs> we're in the same room, that's how Phil will introduce us. And this is the director of financial aid. And this is the assistant director of orientation. They're sisters. And it's like, <laughs> Woo! Yeah, I love that. Well, so you, I come highly recommended. Well, that's sir. like um, Scott Cooper that that used to work with a shout out. You know, lost and found Scott Cooper. Um, we were checking into a conference one day, and and Adam Ray that works as one of our admissions counselors, 
he's checking in and he goes Christopher Adam Ray and Scott goes do what Christopher like because Adam goes by his middle name Adam. because Chris Ray is over like part of facilities on yeah. campus so and he's always gone by Adam and, he, and Scott had no clue that his first name was Christopher I love it <laughs> Yeah, a creepy story about Adam. It wasn't creepy at the time because I was on the scholarship committee when Adam was a student. And so uh, I knew who Chris was and I had seen Adam around because Adam was heavily involved. And uh, he won the scholarship. So I asked Chris for a photo because we we're going to put it in the newspaper, the Western Carolinian and all this stuff. And a friend of mine, Frank, who works in IT, he walks up and here's just this very nice picture of Adam sitting on my desk. And he's like, why do you have a framed photograph of Adam <laughs> on your desk? It's like, he was looking at me like this was an HR moment. It's like, <laughs> look, I have this with permission. His father, dropped this this His father dropped this photo off. We are going to submit it, have it as part of an article because he won a scholarship. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> and yeah, so, and then later on, Adam applied and became an orientation counselor. So, uh well, well, next time you see Adam, you need to ask him about the rhino story. The rhino story? Don't the do rhino that. story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm afraid. Let's just say we, we call our, our admissions group chat on, on Teams uh, Rhino Ray and the Gang. <laughs> it's almost like it's like a band name almost. I love it. Yeah. That's been up there for two years. Two years? Rhino Ray. Since 2020. Yeah, like two it. years. Rhino Ray and the Gang. Such. Such. <laughs> It's like I can't decide if y'all sound like a '60s doo-wop group or like, it's like a lead, it's, it's a metal <laughs> hair band. It's, 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 like, a, it's like, a, like a metal band with Adam as the lead and the rest of them. On the, We're on just the behind. Oh, you, all, you, you all have to wear later hosen, right? Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. Adam, Adam can speak German. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love, I love it. So, um, what is your favorite part about orientation? I love getting to see all the students and uh, help them out because orientation is kind of like their first big commitment. Like Mm -hmm. they've came, they've toured, hopefully they've been to an open house. So they've got a taste of what it's like to be in Cullowhee and be a part of the Western family. But at orientation, we really try to bring that feeling home to our students to where they see themselves here. They see themselves as part of the community. We try to find ways to help them plug in and feel engaged. It's like, whether you love horses, if you love playing rugby, if you love gaming, uh, if you're really into community service, we try to find different avenues for students to feel that connection and see themselves as part of the Catamount family. So we work hard to, you know, since we love it so much here, because I was a WCU student, I'm Mm -hmm. a two-time alum, and then I started working for orientation. And we try to spread the love of the Catamount family to our new students so that they feel like, hey, I belong here. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we're always very upfront and transparent with them. You know, like if you need to be 15 minutes from a mall, this is probably not a great fit for you. But Mm -hmm. if you like hiking or you like doing movie nights and making tacos with your friends, this is going to be a great place Place. for you. Yes, ma'am. And just make sure that you get out there and you make those connections so you find like-minded individuals. And then also, you know, step outside your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Like if you're kind of quiet and retiring, 
people laugh really hard when they find this out because it's hard to get me to shut up now. But I'm a very introverted person. Yeah, Tammy wasn't always like this. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. You're an introvert? I'm an introvert. So if you do any of the like the Myers-Briggs or anything, that comes out. Mm -hmm. And I can remember when I first started here in 2006, the student staff intimidated me. I remember we did our spring retreat. And like, here's this large group of very gregarious outgoing people Mm -hmm. you know a lot of them tend to be you know extroverts not all of them are like that because if you Mm -hmm. get a staff of 40 extroverts somebody's not doing something yeah (laughs) so we we always build different personality types into the team but i can remember chris pal we uh here's this group of like seven guys they're all sitting together they had just serenaded one of the camp counselors like you just watched top gun right yeah they saying you've lost that loving feeling in unison and i'm just no. sitting there like what have i gotten myself into exactly and nope. so i was sitting in the back by myself and chris powell's like come on tammy come sit with me and it's like Ever since then, it's like I love that dynamic and getting to know the students. And uh, we hire some of them when they're freshmen. We see them graduate. We see them go on to grad school. Like uh, Aubrey Ray, uh, who now teaches here, uh, she was on the first staff that I helped hire. Mm -hmm. And so now she's here, and we're hiring students that now have her as an instructor, and they just – love her and all that she brings to the table and it's like i met aubrey when she was a freshman here at wcu and now she's gone on she's got her degree and now she's teaching herself and uh making a difference in people's lives and it's just great it's funny uh, like whenever you know people from before they get to current roles like the mm-hmm. so like one of the professors that our students love on campus is is dr sam mcguire and our, our students he's a history professor they they love his history classes i went to elementary and high school with sam and so my version of sam Wait, really is so so different than our students version of dr mcguire and i'm just like yeah just we won't even discuss discuss this, this individual because we have two different mindsets about him i didn't know that <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah sam's a, a, a jackson county uh grad and uh his parents ran the uh, one of the mcguire dentist office in town and uh his grandparents lived until they were almost a hundred met in dental school and and opened a practice here in silva and yeah and he's one of the professors in the history department so tammy we've got a questionnaire our buddy pauls has scoured the internet done all the research asked all the scientists to help us narrow down 16 questions so that we can get to know our our guests even better and better and for our listeners especially you know and this will help some of our future catamounts coming to orientation really know who tammy frizzell is so we're going to start off with an easy one watermelon or strawberries and we stumped her from the beginning exactly (laughs) no that's that's a tough one uh in a pinch strawberries would probably be my first love because i can remember just i would eat them until you know uh older people in my uh, my family would call it foundering yourself mm-hmm. like so yeah i could i could eat strawberries to the point of 
there's there's no more yeah. capacity. <laughs> so I love them both, uh, but strawberries my first love. So we'll 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 vote strawberry. Now now this is another you know we had this discussion with Josh for the watermelon salt or no salt. Josh had never heard of putting salt on watermelon. It's a southern thing. Yeah, my mom's very pro salt on the watermelon, but I was always wouldn't say a weird kid, but it always stuck out in my family. Like, I don't over-salt stuff. I also mm-hmm. don't put a lot of sugar on stuff. So, like, I would eat cereal with no sugar. I would eat pancakes without syrup on them. Oh, Miss Tammy. Uh, now, today, now, like, I did find that I love blueberry syrup. So Oh, that's yeah, good. Blueberries, blueberry syrup on pancakes. Yes. That's I love good. that. I love that. And now I've gotten to where I'll use a little bit of syrup. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I was just always... For somebody that loves spices the way I do now, like my, my spice rack and my seasoning. Oops, I just hit the microphone. <laughs> For those of you listening at home, uh, I'm gesticulating wildly and I just smacked the, the microphone. Uh, but yeah, for somebody that loves baking and spices and all that stuff now, you know, I was a very plain Jane kid when it came to food. Mm-hmm. So Tammy, if there could be any superhero power you would want, what would it be? Oh, I would definitely go with invisibility because yes, I feel like uh, you can learn so much about people when they think no one's watching them. Yeah, Which makes me sound a tad bit creepy. Yes, Jalen. <laughs> but uh, and I don't mean like creeping on them in, you know, oh, I, that sort of that way. Invisibility like, was Jalen's answer too. Awesome. See, See we are going to get along like a house on fire this summer. <laughs> You know, we, we were already BFFs, but now it's like crystallized. We're going to get matching bracelets. It's, it's going to be a thing. It's going to be great. <laughs> uh, yes, absolutely. All the hand claps. She said we're going to get together like a house on fire. Well, and, and one thing our, our students will never get to appreciate because they don't get emails from you like we do. The, the memes. memes, yes, and and Top Tammy and I tier. can get in some meme wars uh, when it comes to memes back and forth and emails too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Jalen has appreciation on almost daily basis. I'm sending her new baby Yoda memes. Except for this weekend, he was away at a youth con- like camp, and so I texted him yesterday. I said, "Are, are you like?" I got the baby Yoda meme. I said, where have you been? (laughs) I said, I've been waiting for a meme all weekend. (laughs) You have let me down. Right. And and the best was like, she she told me she was in church one day. I'm like, one off, you you shouldn't have told me you were in church. So then I had to find like the church baby Yoda memes and oh yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was a, it was a whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, the memes they go out to my staff. Uh, I don't know if it's much to the joy or the horror of all <laughs> the academic advisors here. Uh, they get the memes too, and um, financial aid I actually go through because we do cheat sheets for my student staff mm-hmm. of letting them know. Okay, you got to be here for advising. I need you here to take this group there, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So they get an entire sheet basically telling them what their assignment is throughout the session. Mm-hmm. And then the back of it, I'll have like, you know, Tammy's tips and tricks, you know, stuff that they need to remember that's special about the session. And then the rest of it's just memes. memes. So I will print those out and like, I give them to Emily McLeod and Jennifer Thomas in the financial aid office. Do they care where my student staff's going to be 24 seven? No, <laughs> but they want to see what memes are on the back. Mm-hmm. And then I also send it to the academic advisors, uh, because we change out cheat sheets and that lets them know who's going to be in their advising session. And then uh, we call it the color of the day because the departmental meeting sheets change as well. So I attach stuff to them. So I feel like, you know, 
lighten people's day mm-hmm. up, mm-hmm. send them something a little stupid, like Oreo singing, uh, Oreo speed wagon. I mean, come on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Again, some of them it's like, do I need to explain these to my student staff? Like, because nah. like <laughs> some of them they that, probably don't understand. Them, yeah. Yeah, they're like, can you perform under pressure? And I'm like, yeah, and I also do a great rendition of Bohemian Rhapsody. You know? it's <laughs> like, I love that. Yeah, so I feel like you know the um, the the Queen movie that came out really helped me out because mm-hmm. now it's like yeah, they now now they understand. They, they get my old lady jokes. It's great. I love that. So, so speaking of, of celebrities here, what celebrity would you pick to narrate your life as you live it? <clears throat> oh, wow. That's a hard one because my mind goes in so many different directions. Like, I love Alan Rickman, but I'm not quite sure my life is posh enough to be narrated by, you know, such a great actor who has sadly passed. I feel like the zaniest or the zaniness. I'm making up words. We're adding, <laughs> we're adding words to the English language while I'm talking. Let's see. I would feel like I would need like a comedian. To oh no, I was thinking Leonard Nimoy for you. Oh, yeah, Spock. But my first love is Bones. So mm. even though he has sadly passed, I'm gonna go with DeForest Kelly. Yeah. Like. I was like, it's going to be somebody Star Trek Trek. that would really, really get the narration correct. Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, fangirl moment. Like, I legitimately cried when DeForest Kelly died. It's like, oh, my God. I felt like I lost a family member. It was was sad. I felt like that when Goof died. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Like, it breaks your heart. Yeah. Great actor and also uh, just a great human being. Like, somebody that you would want to sit down and have lunch with because he was Mm -hmm. just a genuine person, from what I can tell, as a fan. So, here's another one, Tammy. What is a book that has changed your life? Is an interesting question. For those of you that don't know me well, I love to read. Like, I'm a voracious reader. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to get rid of some of my books because I'm pretty sure the weight that it's putting on the foundation of my house <laughs> is not healthy for the life of the structure. Who? <laughs> um, a book that changed my life. I can remember, uh, again, I love going to City Lights. They've got new books on sale. They also have mm-hmm. a great used book section so you can always go pick uh-huh. up uh, a volume that somebody else has loved before <laughs> but I can remember going through and it was staff picks and it was called a confederacy of dunces and it's about this guy and at the time it just sang to me because he I was a history <laughs> student he was a history student but um to call uh, Ignatius Riley um eccentric would be an oversimplification and the fact uh, him and his mama living their life in new orleans it was just it it made me laugh out loud it horrified me mm-hmm. and again it was just like whoever that was their staff pick you know thumbs up great book it changed my life what's the most used app on your phone Right now, I am addicted to playing Wordscapes. Uh, oh, because that is so good. Yes. And I, I'm just like, 
I don't pay for coins. I earn the coins. <laughs> and, you know, they are not going to get me to pay for a thing. I will watch those videos and get my little 10 <laughs> coins if I need it. But I am obsessed mm-hmm. with staying in the ranking on that app. And Word. It's unhealthy. Wordscapes will have you. It's like Candy Crush. Like, you'll... It'll have like you'll look down and you're like, oh god, it's already ten o'clock, and you just started. It felt like you just started playing around seven. Yeah, like you're just going. And then sometimes I like be listening to a podcast or something, and somebody will say something like, "Oh, I'm bored" or something, and I'm like, oh, "The word I'm looking for is ennui." <laughs> it's like ah, I figured it out. Okay, so Tammy, what song describes your life the best? Ooh gonna go with an oldie but goodie let's go with katrina and the waves i'm walking on sunshine i love that song such a good song it's such a good song such a good song Uh, we tell our students all the time it's all about pop the power of positivity you know like if you see a turtle on its back what if the turtle's thinking i'm flying rather than you know i'm in trouble because i'm laying on my back so you just i like that life is about how you frame your situation nine times out of ten you know, so you just need to be in a good mindset. If you're listening, listen to Tammy's tips. That is so good. That is so good. Okay, so here's the next one. Who would you play? Who would you, who would play you in a movie about your life? Ooh, who would play me? So, got to think of an actress that. That's interesting. I'll go just because she's got such a great range. I'm going to go with Kathy Bates. She's a great actress. She's played a lot of different roles. Yeah. And, yeah, I feel like like she would crush it. So what is one place on your travel bucket list? Ooh, I I want to go to Angkor Wat. So that's that's just, uh, I've, I've never been to Asia, you know, as a historian. I mean, the the breadth and the depth of that civilization and what they were able to accomplish it just it's mind-blowing so i would love to go to anchor lot and then of course you know enjoy the, the modern setting in the country but again like on my bucket list of historical sites anchor lot now on her bucket list of non-historical sites i bet my bucket list item would be on hers New Zealand to go to Hobbiton. Yes, yes, no, no joke. How I, do you I know these that. things? <laughs> like yeah. that's the thing. How do you know these things? Yeah, when you, you know you're when you do this long enough, you get good at reading people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I would love to do that. New Zealand's beautiful uh, outside of you know Lord of the Rings, but yes, uh, beautiful country. I would love to go. What was your childhood dream career? I guess, you know, when I decided I didn't want to be an astronaut because space is cold and dark and scary. <laughs> uh, yeah, and there's just so many ways to die out there, you know. Uh, and I got to thinking about it, and it's like, as much as I love my books and I like my comforts, it's like, oh, I'm going to be a teacher. And so for the longest time, that was the goal. Uh by some random happenstance, I ended up working in accounting, which was hilarious because I had a history degree. So, mm-hmm. and then 
I got into working in an orientation when I was in my 20s, and I've really found a passion for working with students and watching them grow. You're still teaching. It's just a yeah. different format of teaching. Yeah. I would lo- if you was a teacher, I would love to have had Tammy as a teacher. Okay. Can you imagine your classroom set up? Yeah, it'd, it'd be epic. Whether they want it or not, my, my orientation counselors do get impromptu history lessons. Yeah. Because it's like... The way they teach history makes me sad because they're just, it's like all about rote memorization. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, you can tell me that, you know, the War of 1812 happened and blah, 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 blah. But it's like, why don't we talk about the interesting stuff behind it? You mm-hmm. know, all the stuff we learned, you know, like Columbus sailed to Ocean Blue in 1492. <laughs> it's like, let's talk about virgin soil epidemics and what happens when two people meet each other and yeah. uh, their immune systems are not set up for the diseases that each one of them brings right. to the table. Let's talk about that. It's like, why didn't we have That's those conversations? Right. You know, they teach you about the Spanish conquistadors, but they're like, these were huge civilizations. There were only a few hundred of them. You know, these what? were large empires that had a stranglehold on other peoples, Teach. and it was those peoples that rose up against them and overthrew those empires. Well, and, you know, even like you know Columbus, like you know the Vikings and, and the historical evidence of Vikings in in North America okay. and everything, and there, and and there's a, like I think the thing I love about history is there's so many unknowns. Yeah. Like you mm-hmm. can always discover something new, new that can alter the course of history. Yeah, like when they found the Clovis civilization and mm-hmm. how that kind of blew open our understanding of the peoples that were on this continent and Mm -hmm. just new things being found that history is so much more fascinating than the way they teach it to us you know when we're little that again i feel like you know once you get to grade school you get into high school you get into college and i mean thankfully here you know i feel like you know our history professors are very dynamic they teach history to where it's living and our students can really latch onto it i'm just so sad that it takes so long there's so much mm-hmm. teaching to the test in mm-hmm. the american school system now again sorry this is a private soapbox but <laughs> i don't feel like teachers have the leeway to be able to grab hold of a subject matter and talk about it when they see that their students are really interested in it because mm-hmm. i remember our when i was in high school we took an entire week on the bubonic plague because our teacher who was mr pendergrast uh, shout out i believe his son brandon still teaches history but uh he figured out that we really liked it and we were actually excited about it and so rather than you know moving us straight along according to a timeline he talked mm-hmm. to us a little bit more about it and then he was able to open up the topic more, even though we were in European history, you know, we were talking about trade routes to Asia and how goods flowed through. And he taught us so much more than about a plague. He taught us about commerce and what it was like and how people spent their lives down to hygiene. And it was just so many other topics got explored because we were interested in one thing. And I feel like that's something that's missing when teachers are forced to teach to the test. I love that. All right, let's see what she says. You, you know Josh's answer for this, so we'll be curious to see yeah. how, how well the, the office is paired in orientation. Tammy, what is the best sandwich? Best sandwich. I'm going to go with a BLT. 
Yes. Because Y'all were two peas in a pod. Yes. I'm telling you. We're, we're, we're going to. Except for when it comes to movies. Listen. Okay. We're growing on that. But catch us this summer with the bracelets. Okay. Because yeah. me and Tammy. Yeah. We, we got this. We, yeah. We're on the same level. <laughs> don't, don't, don't be bad. Because it's. Yeah. I said BLT too. So yeah. that makes There's so, so many different it. ways you can modify it. You know. Put yes. just some spicy mayo on it. Add you some avocado. avocado. Much to Josh's horror, he hates avocados. He's got a passionate dislike <laughs> against that food item, which is fascinating. So I'm just, I'm tempted to just buy avocados and just set them around at orientation. Oh, that'd be yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Stick one in his bag. Yeah. Oh, that would be cruel, though, because what if it goes bad? Because I made that mistake once. I forgot about a banana in my book bag. <laughs> um, to say that the entire uniform, everything just smelt like, I don't know, tropical, <laughs> not even a tropical island. Like, like somebody had hosed me down in some form of SPF that was very tropical and yeah so things had to be washed aired out it, it was a mistake and a life lesson so speaking of life lessons what is one of your most prized possessions i'd have to go with some of my books which sounds bad not very sentimental uh, I would say for things that I love and I cherish I, I lost my dad this spring and mm-hmm. uh I'm Bill Frizzell in female form, basically. You know, we we were the same person in a lot of ways, and I have I have my dad's uniform when he was in the army. So uh, I love having that. One of one of the jackets, the moths kind of got at it. So I took the brass buttons off, and I took his patches from when he was in mm-hmm. the army. So I still have that, and I have other pieces of his uniform. So I, I really enjoy that because we. Like, I could look at him and know what he was thinking. It was that kind of scary. But yeah. I love that, Tammy. So, um, which famous person in history would you like to spend the day with? And for someone that loves history, this is a hard one. <laughs> this is going to be a hard one. Uh, I would say I would either go with Eleanor of Attaquane or the Empress Maud. And I think I would go with Maud because, um, or Matilda, which was her proper name. But, you know, her, fa- uh, her father died and his only male heir, her brother, who was legitimate. She had a lot of brothers, but a lot of them were illegitimate. He died in a shipwreck. So she was his only legitimate child left alive. And her cousin Stephen took the throne from her. And then that set off years of warfare because her brothers were illegitimate, but her father had also made them some of the most powerful men in the realm. And they took up the fight on their sister's behalf to put her on the throne. And they basically fought each other to a stalemate. And uh, Henry II, who married Eleanor of Attaquane, was her son. And the compromise that they came up was once Stephen was no longer king, the Maud's son, Henry II, would follow, follow him onto the throne so i think it would be interesting uh to talk to her about her life yep now you know (laughs) we gotta love our our buddy paul's for coming up with our questions in our order here do you sing in the shower and if so what is your go-to song i have sung in the shower but i'm not the kind of person that has music on uh when i'm in the shower I tell my staff all the time because getting up and being ready early in the morning is part of orientation. Mm-hmm. 
I, I don't and wake up. And that was why I was not an OC. Yeah. I don't wake up happy and peppy. So I always tell them all the time, it's like, you know you. So you know what it takes for you to be happy and welcoming. So for me, I got to get up. I got to sit there for half an hour. I got to think about life liberty and the pursuit of happiness then a shower <laughs> and i tell them by the time i pull that uniform over my head it's kind of like superman you know when he's in the phone booth mm-hmm. it's like the uniform comes over the head uh you know tammy that's happy to be awake at 6 30 in the morning uh is is now present she is ready she's here to go She's got her soda. I'm not a coffee drinker, but you will see me running around with my water bottle and my coffee is like a soda. Actually, there's an empty Pepsi bottle right in front of me right now. Not sponsored. Well, uh, uh, not uh, sponsored. We would love to be affiliated with Pepsi. So if Pepsi would like to sponsor this podcast, please reach out to Patrick Fa- Frazier at 828-227-7317. Thank you. She's got that number down pat. Number down um, pat. Well, and and so so I always view getting ready for um, open house kind of similar. You know, I, I, open house. We've been up all night. We're we're going like you know we've been in the office since at least three o'clock in the morning. So when I start putting on, I view it as um, the two towers for Lord of the Rings. Aragon getting ready, and he's putting on the layers and layers and layers of armor. That's me getting ready for open house because. Oh, you know, unlike orientation, open house is in the winter time, so I'm putting on the cold gear and then the 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 regular shirt and then the sweat. Yeah, but this has same mindset of <laughs> I got to get into character first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we have the opposite problem because it's in June, so I spend a lot of my time thinking it's like okay, if they put this rain jacket on because the rain's coming in sideways, are they going to melt mm-hmm. if I buy this item? So we, they're they're like, why don't we get big jackets like admissions? It's like. You work two days in the winter, okay? The rest of your time is spent in cuddly in the summer. summer. It's going to rain like clockwork. Yeah. And it's going it, to be hot. Yeah, it's going to be hot. Muggy. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like at, at 3 o'clock, you know, it's going to rain like clockwork. You can about bet on it. It's the reason why we've got such lush green vegetation. Mm-hmm. It rains here a lot. WCU, everybody says it. We carry umbrellas. Mm-hmm. Uh, a great graduation gift for the student that has everything is an umbrella that will fit in their book bag because it yes. may not rain a lot where you're at, but it will rain here. Well, I remember Almost every day. when every I went day. through orientation, our orientation gift was an umbrella for all the students. Yep. We, it's still part of their uh, part of the uniform. We give everybody a rain jacket. Oh, no, no. I'm telling you, when I was a student umbrella. coming in. Oh, they gave everybody umbrellas. Everybody got an umbrella. So all, <laughs> all the incoming freshmen got umbrellas. Oh, maybe, maybe that's an idea I need to bring back. Yeah, and I, and we'll, I still. We'll think on it. We'll st- see if I, the budget can I actually it. still have it. it it's, it's actually in my truck. It's, it's my truck <laughs> umbrella. It's my, I love it. Uh, I love it. It's a high-quality item, to, yeah. to quote Cousin Eddie from Christmas Vacation. So, so, so Jalen's off, off there. You know. um, what celebrity would you like to meet at Starbucks for a cup of coffee? <laughs> Ooh, celebrity that I'd like to meet at Starbucks for a cup of coffee. I'm going to have to think of somebody that I feel like it would be nice to spend time with. <laughs> so somebody that seems nice and kind of down to earth, I would go with Chris Pratt because I think he's legitimately a nice person. Uh, that uh, he gets between between Josh and Tammy, we've covered the Chris's, Chris Evans and Chris, Chris Pratt. Ah, yep. gotcha. So he went Captain America. Mm-hmm. I went Star Lord. 
So uh, all we need now is somebody I, I to say Andy, Chris Hemsworth, and uh, we're uh, good to go. I love Andy Dwyer, though. You <laughs> Maybe know, somebody like, will. What did he say? Like, I, I made ramen in the coffee pot, and I think I broke everything or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, or Leslie, it says you've got internet connectivity issues. I mean, I still laugh just like a crazy person. So love Chris Pratt as an actor. And he seems like a legitimately cool guy. So, so this next question... And this is an important question, because this is a question that we have been debating on this podcast since January. Oh, can I answer? Let me ask it. Go for it. All right, Tammy. What is the proper way to eat a cupcake? Proper way to eat a cupcake. It depends on the situation you're in. Like, okay. if, if you're at somebody's wedding, and you're like sitting at the, the, the high table that everybody can see. True story because uh, my niece just got married and in lieu of doing like a huge cake mm-hmm. uh, shout out to Susan Huss who's a baker local baker so if you don't know Susan she makes fantastic stuff uh, check her out uh, they did assorted cupcakes so they did like carrot mm-hmm. cake key lime chocolate Oreo all this different stuff so I uh, kind of attacked it with a knife and fork because I didn't want to be judged okay so so non-wedding non-wedding mm-hmm. uh Sorry, making <laughs> making horse noises. This is just great. Uh, it's like, did we invite Mr. Ed on the show? Uh, if I'm eating a cupcake, I, I bite into the top of it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and so, I feel so, like the look on Jalen's face so, means uh, that so, I've made bad life so, decisions. <laughs> not at all. So, so Jalen was one that had truly never lived and argued with me. Yeah, nonstop. Yeah, that I was wrong in my this. There's only one true answer. <clears throat> oh, I argued Patrick, him. I'm sensing some judgment. And I argued him down because I was like, "Who does that? Like, don't nobody eat and, uh, a and, cupcake like that?" And then she finally tried it. And Jalen, what is the proper way now to eat a cupcake? Take the bottom part, yep, and put it on top, and you get a cupcake sandwich. But doesn't it still come over the sides like they don't match perfectly? Uh, the matching, they match enough. You still Sometimes. you still get a little overhang, but it's not like all in your face like when you're eating it. But on before top. that, I was just like, I'm about to eat this cupcake. I don't have time to take the bottom off, put it on top. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna horrify some of your listeners. Some of you might like what a felicity, but. <laughs> I don't like icing that much, so I will actually sometimes scrape the icing off of cupcakes. And what do you call that? You're just eating a muffin. There's nothing wrong with muffins. Muffins, <laughs> muffins are a fine baked good. They are. They they tend to have more stuff in them. But so I, muffins I, are like cupcakes with obstacles. But I will say, if you t- if you eat the cupcake sandwich, it provides a better balance of cake and icing. Than you get when one is on one side and one's on the other. We're gonna have to get some cupcakes so Tammy could try a cupcake sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Evidently, I've not lived. Patrick. So nope. Tammy, don't feel bad because I was the same way, and I was like, "Ain't no way I'm about to eat that like that." Like I'm not. And then he went and got cupcakes. So, final question of the podcast questionnaire: Describe your college experience in five words. Ooh, this can be tough. Um, I'm going to go with fun, enlightening, challenging. Okay, i got two more words. 
I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make them count. <laughs> so I'm like, you got two words. It's like, you know, you phone your friend. You're like down to the phone last two. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with uh, life-changing. And I'm going to go with epic. You have to admit, three out of her five, I said. <laughs> this... Is a horrible summer Top combination. Tier. We're, we're going to be all of you future catamounts. Horse. I apologize unstoppable in advance. for yeah. orientation. You know, Bayshon, if you're listening, somehow we need to create a hybrid office that's me and Jalen. Uh, you know, Josh can come too. Yes, yeah. I realized yeah. that when she was saying yeah. her words, I said mm-hmm. out of her five, three of them, I said as well. Mm-hmm. You can't get no better better than this. We're going to transform the catamount landscape. Exactly. Yep. You better get on board. I'm so sorry, future catamounts <laughs> that are coming to orientation. Uh, I w- it, it, we can't say we're going on tour because we're staying here. But right. you know. but for future catamounts, if you're a- attending Western on tour this fall, mm-hmm. you will probably see Jalen and Tammy or Jalen and Josh. One version of it, them. It'll probably be Jalen and Josh because i got to say, Josh, Josh loves going on tour. So it takes like a life event knocking him out of it that gives me the chance to go. So, you know, as long as Josh stays hale and hearty, I'm probably not going to make it back on tour. But honestly, when Tammy went on tour with us, we had a blast. Yeah. Not to wish ill will on Josh. I hope Josh stays healthy and happy. It's not like I'm hexing him or anything because we've already talked about Harry Potter. <laughs> you, got, you got the Harry Potter wand out and you're writing <laughs> some spells. And... I do actually own a Harry Potter wand. Yep. Totally. Uh, this is about to be. The, the, my love for Alan Rickman knows no bounds. Okay, uh, <laughs> I literally have a charcoal drawing of him. That it's a combination of him as the sheriff of Nottingham from Prince of Thieves, mm-hmm. and Hans Gruber from Die Hard. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I will fight you on that. <laughs> and uh, I own a replica of Snape's wand. Yeah. Again, f- future catamounts. I apologize in advance. Um, but Tammy, no we want to thank you for, for being on with us today. Uh, for all of our listeners, be sure uh, to stay with us after this commercial break for one of this week's Student Spotlights. Attention all incoming students. You're required to participate in new student orientation during the month of June prior to enrolling in August. If you've not registered for orientation, please visit orientation.wcu.edu or log into your MyWCU account and complete pre-registration. We look forward to seeing you on campus this June. Go Cats! And hello and welcome back to the WCU Podcasts podcast. As always, be sure to check us out online on Facebook at WCU Podcasts or our website, podcasts.wcu.edu. Joining us today, we have two of our orientation guides. Uh, so we want to allow them a chance to introduce themselves. Go for it. Hi, uh, my name is Christine Ewart. I am a senior. <laughs> Um, I'm a management major um, and a marketing major, and I, amongst other things, I guess. <laughs> uh, my name is Alexander Hoffman. Um, I am a senior. I am a, uh, or I have a management and uh, management major and marketing minor. I'm working towards, and I am the vice president of the management club. This is these are my people here. We got management majors, because <clears throat> my degree is management. <laughs> and Jalen rolls rise. <laughs> so, the first question, most important question: What was your freshman residence hall? 
Oh, my freshman residence hall was Buchanan. Uh, I'm actually first year, so it's my current residence hall, uh, Albright Benton. That's it. I was hoping no with se- I was Walker. hoping with seniors we were gonna get Scott and Walker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's I tried to tell them. <laughs> I told you we. There's the always era. there's always a ray of hope, just a little sliver of hope. Well, friend, that sl- sliver of hope is gone. You know what I have to say about that, Jalen? <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. Listen mm-hmm. here, I'm just saying. So, how did you both end up at WCU? I'll let you go first. Okay. Um, I was looking into colleges originally for engineering, and um, Western kind of caught my eye for engineering technology. And then I ended up changing my major right before COVID hit and closed down schools to uh, business administration. And so then I started looking at where the best schools in the area would be for that, and I ended up mainly deciding between App State and um, Western and also a private school in um, Tennessee. Okay. You picked the better mountain school. Mm -hmm. You really did. You did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So for me, I was originally just planning on going to community college, and then I uh, started dating someone who went here, and I, you know, all of a sudden I really liked Western. Um, We're not dating anymore, but I love it here. So I found something else that I love. That's good. You, you did the Dr. Miller. You know, you you had the what brought was a sandwich to a you brought the sandwich buffet. to the buffet, and then you saw the buffet and was like, forget the sandwich. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's such a staple of orientation, though. Like Dr. Miller's, like don't bring a sandwich to a buffet meal. Like I still remember him saying that in my oh, yeah. orientation. Yeah. And I still remember all the, pa- you know, you got the mixture of parents that are happy that yeah. he's telling them to break up and with. And they're mad. And then they're mad. And they are so <laughs> mad. But, you know, you do what you got to do. You do. So how did you both pick management as your as your major? Like, um, what is it about management? Because that's my degree. That, that kind of appeals to you. Uh, so personally, I thought it would give me a lot of different opportunities because um, I wasn't too sure what I wanted to do whenever I graduated. And so it's kind of opened my eyes up to different things. Uh, along the same lines, it's kind of like it's a lot of different opportunities, especially with uh, all the different things you can pair that with with a double major or a minor for inside of business. And um, also with having a lot of experience with retail being under bad managers i wanted to be a better manager (laughs) i can appreciate that me too Mm -hmm. yeah i I definitely had the bad manager you know in high school and stuff like that so you were gonna ask a question david yeah but then it left (laughs) that's why i turned my head because i was like i had my question and then it left left as quickly as your chances of watching movies (laughs) <laughs> Look at Christine's face. <laughs> you don't watch movies? Oh, we're, we're, oh don't worry. We'll, we're we'll gonna get, get to that point. Oh, so, oh so Jalen, <laughs> J- before Jalen started working here, Jalen had seen very, very, Slim. very few movies. Wow. Are and you a movie fanatic? I am. Okay, good. <laughs> so, um, let's start off with that one. Yeah, so, so we have kind of a debate we're going to go through, and we're, we're, some, we're just going to dive right into the movies. We'll get back to the summer edition of stuff. We're trying to... So, of these three movie series, Jalen has seen one, 
but not the other two. So which is the better one? Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, or Star Wars? The correct answer is Star Wars. Yes, ma'am. Yes. I can appreciate that. The correct answer is Lord of the Rings. I have never seen it. I'm so sorry. I couldn't get through the Lord of the Rings. I liked The Hobbit, though. The Hobbit is good, and, and Jalen was supposed to watch The Hobbit last night. For three hours? For three, three hours. hours. That's just the first part. I'm starting you the off. The first part. I'm starting yeah, you off easy with, with the three hour one. We haven't made it to the four hour one yet. At that <laughs> point, I don't have the attention span. Yeah, you will. Okay. You'll be you'll be so engrossed in that movie that... Mm-hmm. So what's your favorite Star Wars movie? The Force Awakens. Mm, okay, I can kind of appreciate that. Mm. Well, I can explain. It was the movie that got me into the franchise. Okay. I didn't grow up on it. In, in that regard, I can appreciate the answer better. But going to cut some slack today, friend. <laughs> You're going to cut some slack today. Not when it comes to my movies. Yes. Uh, I'd say either Revenge or... Revenge of the Sith or Rise of Skywalker. I just like Rise of Skywalker for the conclusion of the entire thing. Yeah, that was my least favorite of all of them. Yeah, I figured. That's like <laughs> that one or The Last Jedi is the least favorite. Yeah. Yeah, like before the newer movies, Phantom Menace was my least favorite, and now Phantom Menace is like third least favorite, and the other two are. I can appreciate Force Awakens. It does it does a decent job. But it's just new hope repeated. Yeah, yeah that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> but have you seen all of them? If that was the one that got you into it, I have seen all of them. Yes. Okay. J- Star Wars is the only one of these movie trilogy uh, movie sets <clears throat> that Jalen has seen. Mm-hmm. I will say, just skip Harry Potter. The movies aren't very good. The books are good. See, Harry Potter's at the bottom. We're going to make her watch Harry Potter because she's got to be able to understand the houses and all these different things. And we also want to take her to to Hogwarts at Universal and stuff. So, you know. I like that. Yeah. So she has to suffer through it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got to suffer through it. I mean, yeah, I just have to suffer through it at this point. I don't know why, but I got to suffer through it. It's either that or you're going down Tower of Terror. Okay, I'll suffer through it. I will not do. <laughs> she's Tower never of been Terror. to Disney, mm-hmm. and so I told her when she goes to Disney, she's going on Tower of Terror, because I am going to be on that ride with her when she drops a thousand feet. Mm-hmm. That seems right up your alley. <laughs> <laughs> no, ma'am, you will get to know. No, it's not this summer. Like you, no, no, that's not my thing. No. So so that leads in kind of one of our summer questions here. Water park or amusement park? Water park. Yeah, I'd have to go with water park. So why water park over amusement park? I've only been to one water park and it's Aquatica in Florida, but like just that entire experience, I just it's more fun, especially during the summer, like it's way better cuz it cools you down. Yeah, I would definitely have to agree with that because it's, I mean, rides are fun too, but whenever, you know, you get a little cooled off while you're riding stuff, it just makes it better. Mm-hmm. See, see, my answer is growing because I was, I said, we need to put that on the list. Water park versus amusement park. Well, once you get on that water park slide where you're standing on the platform and it drops out from underneath you and you go down the slide, no. then we'll fully consider it. No. That's the best kind, easily. 
No, Alex. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> no. Not at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's right up there with Tower of Terror for you, Jalen. No, it's not. So I mean, I you think about it. You're standing up straight, like, and then they just pull the lever gronk, and you're gone. <laughs> like, you are gone down a water slide. Yeah, and there's one at Aquatica where it, it has, like, a heartbeat sound while oh. you're waiting, and so it's just, like, ominous. A heartbeat sound? Yeah, it's just the heart beating. I think it's the smile yeah. for me because he's so excited. <laughs> like, I cannot. No. Mm-mm. I mean, I would die. Literally, I would die if I heard that. I wouldn't move. Y'all would have to You wouldn't know if it was your heartbeat or the real heartbeat. Exactly. Heart I don't know if it would be my heartbeat, like, attached to the sound system. All I do know is I'll probably say some not-so-nice words going down the slide. That would be hilarious. Whatever. What are you shaking your head for in reference to like, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I'm just imagining you going down one of those with like a GoPro on. Oh, oh. we have the GoPro. You. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> she said, oh, perfect. Which, no. speaking of which, we have the GoPro, which will be perfect when you take part in this next activity on the question. Hiking or rafting? Hiking. <laughs> there nice. was no hesitation No hesitation. There. Um... I've never been rafting, so by default, I'll say hiking. Yes, mate. See, look at this. See, but when you go down that river for the first time rafting, Mm -hmm. you're going to be wearing that GoPro. No. I will say, I do really, I haven't gone rafting, but I've gone kayaking, but I still enjoy hiking. Is there, do you have a favorite spot to hike around here? Oh, geez. You asked the wrong person. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like the pinnacle. Mm, That's a good one. Have you did paradise? Yeah. I've done paradise. that a couple times. Yeah. What about you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a I haven't hiked anywhere around here answer. I have hiked. Mm-hmm. Just not recently. Really? No worries. I haven't either. I don't really take advantage of that amenity of Western very often. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to kind of switch gears and... Well, actually, no, we're not switching gears just yet to, to our food. We got... We got another one first here. So there's two versions of this question. Oh God! There's my version, which is the smell of fresh cut grass versus like wildflowers or fresh flowers as kind of a summer scent, or Jalen's version, which is the smell of fresh cut grass or gasoline. Fresh oh, the look, <laughs> the look that she just got right there was just like, do what? <laughs> um. I, I think the only correct answer is fresh cut grass. I'm not <laughs> sure how gasoline got inserted in there. Because, okay, so here's the thing. I'm not crazy. I'm pyromaniac. Not a pyromaniac. <laughs> I'm not none of that. I just love the smell of gas. And I'm not the only one. There was somebody else on a previous episode who also loved the smell of gas. And I cannot remember who it was, but they love it. I just think it's a summer thing for me. Like, yeah, grass is being cut. That's a smell. But I just love gasoline, the smell of gasoline, too. I guess, like, you know, gas, like, when you're filling up on, like, a road trip, I could kind of see that. Yeah. See? I'm not standing at the pump <laughs> sniffing the gas. As I'm I not put sniffing it in. the gas, though. <laughs> like, we're not healthy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, trust me. <laughs> Yeah, y'all gonna be standing there in orientation, look at Jay and be like, "I wonder if she's like been sniffing gas today or not." No, <laughs> God, 
I did get in my car one day the other week. I had pumped gas and I was like, God, it smells like gas in my car. And oh I just gosh. like love the smell. I'm weird. I know. Mm-hmm. But I love it. So what? Mm-hmm. So now we're going to switch to food. This is more. Okay. So let me just preface this. Majority of the questions we're going to ask is food related because at this point, this podcast is nothing but food. Like that's all we talk about 24-7. Paul's loves to eat. You know, we're, we're catamounts. <clears throat> Paul's so, loves to eat. We do we, like food. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, let's, let's, let's see. Start off easy. Strawberries or watermelon? Watermelon. Yes. There is no hesitation. Like, I boom, love boom, it. Boom. I have been feeling strawberries recently. Okay. I like that. I'm watermelon. Hmm. I'm watermelon. I'm watermelon during the summer, but yeah. if it's a dessert, give me that strawberry shortcake and whipped cream mm, and everything. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Whenever I'm thinking about watermelons, I've done a uh, 5K in Florida that's the watermelon 5K, and afterwards they just give you like as much watermelon as you want or can eat. So I'm just thinking about that, how nice it is to just have that right <laughs> that after. Is good. Can I just have the watermelon without oh. the 5K? <laughs> <laughs> The, the other one is you also have the watermelon milkshake at uh, uh, Cookout. Mm, that is coming. Mm-hmm. Although I will, also, I will also say that the strawberry milkshake at Chick-fil-A is pretty delicious too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The but but the Chick-fil-A pe- peach is the summer. It, that's the summer staple is the peach. I haven't tried the peach. I'll have to try that one. I love the peach milkshake. Yeah, <sighs> the, the peach is phenomenal, but the strawberry one, the strawberry one's right up there with it. Didn't they have like a lemonade milkshake or something? The frosted, frosted lemonade? lemonade. That is that's at all times. Yeah. That is so oh. good. Wow, you can get that anytime. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have that at our Chick Fil A at in the courtyard. Well, this is news to me. <laughs> I literally have gotten it while you've been there before. Ooh, burn! <laughs> <laughs> it seems like. Uh, let me think. What was that next question? <laughs> <laughs> Sweet tea or lemonade? Lemonade. <laughs> lemonade. Okay. I prefer it mixed, but oh yeah, little Arnold Palmer. Oh yeah, <laughs> I have two twelve packs of cans in my room right now. <laughs> I'm not making it through them before the end of the week. This is sad. <laughs> so, ice cream or snow cone? Oh, ice, ice cream. cream. Favorite flavor? Oh, cookies and cream probably, or mint. Anything with or like vanilla bean. bean. <laughs> Anything with like chunks of like brownie or cookie in it. So you probably like Good. a Ben and Jerry fan because they do chunks and everything. We've had this discussion before. <laughs> you don't like Ben and Jerry's? She's I... like barely ever had it. Yeah, uh, he's the Ben and I Jerry's love guy. The Tonight Dough from Ben and Jerry's. That's, that's me, Tonight <laughs> Dough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, Tonight Dough. Me and one of the other orientation counselors have talked about it, and it's the best. The American Dream, the Stephen Colbert one, is pretty good too, but the Tonight Dough is better. Um, but if you like chunky, then Ben and Jerry's is the way to go because that is their whole premise is chunky uh, fillings within the ice cream. And also they have like the activism stuff that they do. Mm-hmm. I've actually been to the uh, Ben and Jerry's headquarters in Vermont. Oh, cool. Oh. Where you can actually go to the ice cream graveyard. Oh. It's all the flavors that... that- so <laughs> <laughs> said, oh, <laughs> look at your interface. It's, it's all the flavors that don't make it. So they get they get put in the ice cream graveyard. That's sad. I haven't been anywhere near there, but I've been to like just a Ben and Jerry's store where they have some of the exclusive stuff. I really want to make my own pint on the because they have like the special labels Mm -hmm. that say 
build your own. Yep. Oh, that's cool. I think we take a trip. Okay. Let's do it. Maybe we can meet Ben and Jerry. Let's hope. I want to. They're definitely going to be at the Asheville store. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a quick ride. Yeah, they're there every weekend. (laughs) That that just makes that trip down to Asheville. (laughs) Hamburgers or hot dogs? Neither. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. Ah, oh, that's hard. It depends on what mood I'm in. That's been like one response a lot of people have been saying. It's like it depends upon the mood because they both are like a different mood. But if you had to go, just pick one out flat. I would say a hot dog because that's hard to screw up. Gotcha. And what do you get on the hot dog? Ketchup and chili. That's it. So what would you do since neither? Turkey burger. Okay. Or just like a chicken sandwich. Turkey burgers are the those hit too. So for me with the hot dog, I do um, a layer of cheese in the bun and then a slice of bacon on both sides, the hot dog in the middle, and then coleslaw and ketchup on top. Coleslaw is disgusting, but other than that, that sounds great. <laughs> you don't like coleslaw? I eat like a fourth grader. <laughs> Coleslaw's in. I love coleslaw. Now for my burger, I do a five cheese bacon burger. So mm. I do a peach seasoning on the burger with uh, American and Swiss cheese, then bacon, and then Monterey Colby and um, cheddar shredded on the top of the bacon. That's like a grilled cheese with a side of meat. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a heart attack burger. There's <laughs> so many one-liners I got to use from now. That's, like, <laughs> that's a lot of cheese. So, um, Pepsi or Coke? Oh, Coke. Coke. What? No. Mm-mm. I thought you were Pepsi at the retreat. Did you not get Pepsi to drink? Yeah, but they didn't have Coke products. Oh, that's a bummer because I thought she was going to pick Pepsi because when I seen the question, I was like, oh, she's Pepsi. And that's the one you thought you knew? I thought I knew. I was. Okay. Coke or Dr. Pepper? Okay. Oh, Coke. No. No. Mm Dr. Pepper trumps all. Mm. I think you got some disagreements (laughs) with that one. So, um, these, these three restaurants were basing it off of the rolls. Oh, rolls. Texas Roadhouse, Logan's, or O'Charlie's? Texas Roadhouse. I have not been to any of those three. <laughs> oh, Alex, we got to take you, friend. <laughs> we got to take you. Call Tammy. Tammy, if you're listening, get the van. Time for a road trip. <laughs> Tammy's got to come. Have you, Now, you said Texas Roadhouse. Have you eaten any yet? the other two, Logan's or O'Charlie's? I haven't ate the ones at O'Charlie's, but I've ate the ones at Logan's. Nobody's eaten the ones at O'Charlie's. That's just so like disheartening to me. I didn't think people ate it at O'Charlie's. But their rolls are exactly. so good. And their chicken pot pie is good, too. Oh. But the rolls, though, we're going with Texas. Cinnamon butter, oh. when they hot and fresh, and you pull them apart, that's a decadent heaven. Like, that is heaven itself with the rolls. I, I have a life hack for you. Whenever you go and, like, you're about to go and you ask for the to-go plates, mm-hmm. get... A fresh thing of rolls. Like a fresh bef- thing of rolls. Don't tell me that. Yeah, you get a fresh thing of rolls before you tell them you need to, to go, Trey. Yep. 
Mm-mm. Don't tell me that. Mm-hmm. I will walk out of there with two bags of rolls. I don't doubt it. <laughs> I love their rolls. Pancakes or waffles? Waffles. Pancakes. Oh, 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 and, and the side eye that they gave each other there. <laughs> <laughs> waffles, you can like have the syrup in the little pockets. It's perfect. I've never thought about that. Really? You can, and if you do it just right, you can get the butter in the pockets first. The butter will melt and kind of seep in, and then the syrup will stay in the pockets a little better because the butter's already seeped in. Bit. Okay. Well, for me, it's like risk versus reward. So with a waffle, oh. with a waffle, <laughs> you risk it being too crispy. You can't, you can't. It's harder to make a pancake too crispy. No, you can make a pancake so like thick that it, you could throw it as a frisbee. Yeah, and you could, but you could customize <laughs> a pancake more than you can customize like a waffle with like the batter and stuff, and like how you thick can, you want. And a crispy it. waffle is better than a soggy waffle any day. I mean, yeah. No, no. If it gets if it gets soggy from the butter and syrup, that's yeah. one thing. But if it comes out soggy, yeah, no. I don't know. It's just a texture thing for me. Too, oh, okay. Mm. Do you like your pancakes to have like a little bit like of a crisp edge to them? No. Oh. <laughs> Other than at Cracker Barrel. Oh yeah, for sure. They do it right. Yeah, Cracker Barrel. Okay. See, Cracker Barrel. I'm going biscuits and gravy. Never been to Cracker Barrel either. Or not in the, like, restaurant uh, part. Do you eat at restaurants? Yes. <laughs> Bogart's is good in Waynesville. They have good bread. Mm. Okay, do you eat at chain restaurants? <laughs> yes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I think the the harder question is, what chain, dress, chain restaurants? I don't know of any I actively will just... <laughs> Okay, well, these next two chains for the donut, Krispy Kreme or Dunkin'? Dunkin'. Krispy Kreme. Oh. Oh, okay, I got to hear it. I just, I don't know. Dunkin' just tastes better. That's just, that's more of what I grew up eating more than Krispy Kreme, I'd say. That's also probably part of it because I just associate Krispy Kreme with, like, the plain glazed, but I associate Dunkin' with, like, all the different kinds. Yeah, but a hot now melt in your mouth donut is just unbeatable. Pull apart. I remember growing up, we would, uh, there was a Krispy Kreme like 20 minutes from our house. If that hot and ready sign, I don't care if we were on our way to a funeral, we were stopping. (laughs) (laughs) Pull up to the funeral. What a a box of hot donuts. I love that. I mean, we have a Dunkin' like five minutes away or five, ten minutes away from campus, and there's one like ten minutes away from my house, so... I mean, you know, the, the the traditional funeral thing is the the bucket of chicken from KFC. So in on one hand, you got the bucket. In the other hand, you got the dozen donuts. Mm-hmm. I'm still <laughs> mad that Krispy Kreme was one of the options we could have had in Brown. Are you kidding me? No, was it Krispy Kreme? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so before, whenever they were deciding <laughs> what it. was going to be in Brown, they did a poll to all the students of different uh, restaurant options. And Krispy Kreme was one of the options, but the students voted overwhelmingly for a second Starbucks. Starbucks over Krispy Kreme. Just like one of the uh, restaurant options in place of Steak and Shake would have been IHOP. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just the quiet. It's like they cannot. Yeah. I mean, but also, I'd want a Steak and Shake just for the shakes. Mm -hmm. The shakes from IHOP are 
Not great. Yeah, but breakfast. Yeah, but like hmm. pancakes. If, if, we could, <laughs> if we could just have like the breakfast we had for the um the event last night every day, that'd be perfect. It was really good. The midnight breakfast. But yeah, we could have had a Krispy Kreme instead of another Starbucks. Decisions were made. That I was not a part of. I didn't take that. I didn't take that poll. I didn't take that vote. Okay, so this next question. What is the proper way to eat a cupcake? (laughs) I'll let you go first. I'm trying to figure out how to explain. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay, you rip the bottom half off. Okay, no. Yes, thank you. Make a little sandwich. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You take the top off only if it's a muffin. Then you like eat the bottom of the muffin. Then you have a muffin top, and muffin tops are the best. But cupcakes, no. Hmm. You just go through the cupcake. You don't like. No, you make a sandwich. You don't make a sandwich. You You just eat the cupcake like the cupcake is supposed to be made to eat. I'm not taking the bottom part off making a cupcake sandwich. By the time I could have popped that cupcake in my mouth and would have been gone about my business, icing is off of my face. I'm not, no. The sandwich (laughs) is the way to go. I don't know about that. We need like a a fifth person in here to break the tie. We do. I think overwhelmingly with all of the students we've had on, it's been sandwich. Yeah. I've never heard of anyone doing that ever. (laughs) This is a debate that started in February and has been going all spring <laughs> exactly. and summer. Oh, wow. <laughs> I am Cupcake Sandwich, and Jalen has yet to try it. So she's going to try it before the summer's over with. Yeah. I mean, i just rather eat a cupcake like a cupcake. Yeah. I mean, mm. wrap her off and just eat it. Then you got if you gotta do a cupcake sandwich, you gotta take a wrapper off, take the bottom off, put it on top. By that point, I'm gonna be over it. I ain't got time for it. I'm gonna just eat it like a cupcake. <laughs> yeah. So See? so switching gears from the food, favorite Disney movie. Like specifically Disney, not one of the properties Disney owns. We're not doing like Star Wars or Marvel. <laughs> okay. <that's> but <laughs> Pixar is allowed. Pixar is allowed. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's hard. I'd say probably Inside Out. Oh, really. Such a good or movie. Onward. Such Those are both movie. really good movies. This might get me fired, but like I'm not <laughs> that into Disney movies. So um, Josh Thompson, just tune your just turn your radio down right now. <laughs> I don't like Disney movies themselves. I like the Pixar movies. I'll, I'll go with Cars. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't tell your boss that. I won't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy wouldn't matter, but Josh, I'm surprised that's not one of his interview questions. <laughs> that's a very valid point. Josh's face in the orientation group chat, that would be his face. Oh, yeah. That would totally be Josh's face. So, and I I don't know where he ha- he has it in his office somewhere. I don't know where he has it. Josh has a a piece of a tree in his office that was it's called I think it was called the Thinking Tree, and it's from um, Marceline, Missouri, where Walt Disney was was raised, and it's the tree that Walt 
sat under when he envisioned Disneyland. Aw. Oh. He has it? Yes, and you know how I know he has it? Because I bought it for him in Marceline, Missouri at the birthplace of Walt Disney. God. <laughs> yeah, because that was my road trip back from L.A. a couple years ago, and I stopped there, and I'm like, you know what? You know who would love this? Josh Thompson. And you know who loved that? Josh, Josh Thompson. Thompson. <laughs> yeah. Because in like the like 2010s, the tree got hit by lightning and killed the tree. And so they took it and cut it up into small little pieces uh, to, to use at the gift store for that very reason. That's so nice of you. Yeah. Yeah, I got him several things from there. That was a that's a neat little, definitely a detour to go to the birthplace or the hometown of Walt Disney, but because <laughs> it's not on the main interstates, but mm-hmm. it's 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 worth a little detour. So switching from movies, go to karaoke song. I have never willingly done karaoke <laughs> in my life. And but, I don't think I ever will. <laughs> so I think karaoke needs to be a part of an, an OC retreat. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We can make that happen. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will find a way to disappear. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I'm not having Can you imagine Tammy doing karaoke? Oh, my gosh. I, yeah, we got to go. Imagine Tammy up there, like, belting Don't Stop Believing, Believing. or something like that. Okay, so we're going <laughs> to schedule Tammy. I'm so serious. I really want Tammy on here. I'll email her. Yeah, get her on here. Okay, I'm going to email her. <laughs> and yours? Um, a Twerculator? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, ma'am. I need the hand clap. Go ahead and put that in there. Thank you so much. Was not expecting that answer, but give me a high five. That, that's still better than what was it? Eight dogs and eight banjos? Or yeah. Uh, oh yeah. What is that? It's apparently a song. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that From was old crow medicine machine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, the twerkulator. That's it, though. Yes, ma'am. Yep, that, no, every word. Now it's playing in my head. <laughs> so, so now we're now we're gonna switch it up a little bit. We're gonna we're gonna start working our way back to kind of a little bit more Western specific on some things. Um, starting with, if you could have studied abroad or done study abroad, where would you have studied and why? And the silence. I've never thought about this. I would probably say somewhere like London. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That was like my first instinct. Mm-hmm. English speaking. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I tried Spanish. Uh, didn't work out. I did three levels, three years of Spanish in high school. After the first year, don't remember hardly much. Yeah, I don't remember any Spanish. So I would love to take it again though here, mm. if I could. I think I would go somewhere. I've already said it tropical. Give me beach. Mm. Give me sand. I hate the beach so much. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't like salt water and I don't like sand. And huh. I never knew that. Yeah. This is what I like. You get to learn about different things. I like that a lot. I so when I was younger I didn't like the mountains. I hated the oh, mountains. Wow. Hated it. 
and but I loved the beach. But as I got older and when I came to Western, loved the mountains. I despise going to the beach. Like if I'm at the beach, I'm there for like a few days mm-hmm. with my family. After that, I'm like, get me to the mountains because I'm ready to go now. Oh. So yeah, are you a beach person? Yeah. Well, so so I love the beach when you can just sit there and relax or when there's not like a gazillion jellyfish and you can just kind of like get in the water and float right there near the, like I like the beach when it's relaxing or I love like the sound of the Mm -hmm. ocean coming in. Mm -hmm. I don't like the crowds. Oh yeah. Yeah. I can agree with that. And I don't like it when it's like a hundred plus degrees and you're going to, you know, get burnt to a crisp. Yeah. I like to go like when it's early and cool or late in an evenly mm-hmm. like right when it's going to the night because that's two of the perfect times to be out there yeah i'll, I'll go with the, the evening not the early morning so this next one <laughs> is what we call pause and reflect and this is a memorable experience that you have had in your collegiate career with our lovable mascot pause and if you haven't had one, then just a memorable experience of your college career. Mm. Need to think on that one. Don't we work with pause. Maybe. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, let me think. I remember one time I was at a basketball game and he, they... I don't, I'm not sure Paul's his pronouns. He. He. He came up to me. And <laughs> we were, uh, he took a picture with me and um, I sent it to my mom and she was like, oh, this made my day. I love seeing you have fun at college. Oh. Yeah. And then she posted it on Facebook. Kind of embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I send this to my mom. I don't want it all over the world. I'm trying to think of. Uh... I wonder if we sent things to Keisha if they'd just end up on Facebook too. She deleted her Facebook, so you're out of luck. So, does your stepdad have Facebook? He don't use it. Your brother? He don't use it. But if they were posting pictures, I'll have a talk with them at the family reunion. If you understood, so my mom and Patrick are like the best of friends. Keisha's awesome. Yeah, and so my mom's like, because, so... I've worked for Patrick and so Josh before he came for Mm y'all Patrick and him were my supervisors for three and a half four years Mm -hmm. and so then Josh left and then Patrick Mm. became my supervisor gotcha well my supervisor supervisor and during that time him and my mom got close got best friends they have each other emails so it's weird to walk in my house and my mom's like how's my friend doing don't even get a hey hun hey to my daughter don't get how's my child how's my oldest is doing it's like how is my friend doing have have you seen the uh the disney plus series uh the falcon and captain the falcon and winter soldier or captain america winter soldier whichever no so, so do you remember? You do you good. remember the scene near the end where um, the Winter Soldier Bucky just comes bouncing into kind of the party with the cake? I think so. That's gonna be me at the next family reunion. I'm gonna come bouncing <laughs> in with the cake for the family reunion. And no. 
And the family's just going to, you know, forget all about Jalen. No, they won't. <laughs> I despise that. They won't. They will not do that. So, Alex, do you think of a pause and reflect moment? I haven't had one specifically with pause, but overall at Western, I'd say the one memorable thing is the uh, Valley Ballyhoo, because that's what got me involved with Management Club in the first place, and that got me to actually, like, go and talk to people. Okay. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. And then next up, this Jalen, this is your favorite, the moment of reflection. Yes. So, as a moment of reflection, when you're not with friends, you're not, you know, basically being an OL, um, and you're not doing classes, where's your favorite spot to be at on campus? I think we're stumped. We just stumped him. I think the Apodaca Terrace. Okay. That's a good one. That's the top answer. Uh, that's like where a lot of people have been saying the terrace up there. Um, I'll say a lot of times I like to just sit under a tree that has shade. Mm-hmm. And I'll call my mom again. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I think that's like my favorite thing about Western is so many areas where you can just kind of retreat to. Mm-hmm. And like you can just mellow out. And then when you're ready, you can come back and just like talk to people and everything that which i love so it's the middle of summer it's orientation what is y'all's favorite thing about just kind of like summer in general that we haven't covered today summer in general i don't know i'm a really big fan of like warm weather so that's always a plus for me and Mm -hmm. it's nice up here during the summer and so i like love being up here this time of year um, I don't know. The main thing for me about the summer is that I can get outside more and like go hiking more. So, mm-hmm. and then a, a really important question: What's it like working for Josh and Tammy? Amazing! Like <laughs> I'm not even just saying that. I love working with uh, working for Josh and for Tammy as well. Oh yeah, they are pretty. Good. They are just sweet people. Yeah, I was gonna joke and say something, but no, they are really great. <laughs> oh no, you gotta go for the joke. You gotta go for the joke here. Well, I lost it now. So, uh, well, I mean, cause, I mean, because you should have gotten the joke in before you lost your job. Whenever Josh finds out you don't like Disney, so. Okay then, yeah, they're all right. <laughs> oh, they're fine. They're manageable. They're doable. Um, but we want to thank you both for being on our show today. Um, as always, be sure to check us out on our uh, Facebook page, WCU Podcast, or our website, podcasts.wcu.edu. On behalf of Jayla Montgomery and myself, I want to thank everybody for listening to us. And as always, go Cats! Go Cats!